Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao not everyone is a star Freddy. what are you afraid of you can't get anywhere pretending to be someone you're not you regret it no one will play queen fancy dress for it you look like an angry lizard you've got to make an impression darling so tell me what makes queen any different from all of the other wannabe rock stars i mean tell you what it is mr reed now, we're four misfits who don't belong together they're playing for other misfits and the outcasts right at the back of the room Pretty sure they don't belong either. We belong to them. So now the family name's not good enough for you. Changed it legally. Not looking back. We want to do something different. It's my money. I say what goes. We can't simply repeat ourselves. No. We can do better. Freddie, could you tell us about the rumors concerning your sexuality? How long can that last? You don't make decisions for the band. Your life is going to be very difficult. My family. We believe in each other. That's everything. belongs to them.
What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another great edition of At The Movies, brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's me, your lead singer of the evening, Val Sisko, and of course, we're going to be talking about a movie that is buzzing all over the world right about now. Whether it's good buzz or bad buzz, it's something that really has captured the imagination of different audiences. Um, Highly criticized and very controversial, this movie is... Bohemian Rhapsody. And this is a movie that I have been looking forward to watch, I want to say for the past um, four to five years. Um, I know it's been in production hell with different directors, producers, hell, different actors trying to portray the life of Freddie Mercury. And um, when we finally got a trailer early this year, last year as well too, um, I, I think people were high on the fact that we were finally getting this movie. And you know what? To my surprise, because, you know, biopics are very different sometimes, it exceeded all my expectations. But, like I was saying before, it does not come without controversy. We'll be talking about that. Uh, I won't go beat by beat with the movie whatsoever. I want you guys to experience it for yourselves, as I usually do with these reviews. But just my thoughts and opinions on this. Uh, we could talk about a little bit... Uh, what Bohemian Rhapsody was, uh, or is. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is a 2018 biopic film about the British rock band Your Majesty Queen. It follows singer Freddie Mercury's life leading up to Queen's Live Aid performance at Wembley Stadium in 1985. Produced by 20th Century Fox, New Regency, GK Films, and Queen Films, with Fox serving as a distributor. Uh, Directed by Brian Singer, has a whole bunch of writers, including the former manager, Jim Beach, as well, too. A couple Jim Beach jokes there that are fantastic. Love that we get the Miami reference. That's such a fantastic and funny part about this movie. You're going to have to see it. If you don't know what that is, you'll love it. Stars Remy Malek as Freddie Mercury with Lucy Boynton, uh, Ben Hardy, Aiden Gillian, Tom Hollander, Alan Leach, and of course, Mike Myers in supporting roles. So, uh, to me, this movie had all the making to be a great movie. Now, did I come into this movie thinking that I was going to get Remy singing bit by bit every part of Freddie Mercury? No, not at all. I would be ignorant to think that uh, Malik's performance would be a singing performance in there. Whether he's a great singer or not, don't know. But I think it's very ignorant to say, hey... You're going to be playing one of the greatest songwriters of any generation, um, best voice of any generation, in my opinion, too, and you're going to try to belt it out? No. No, 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 no. And I see the reviews out there. You should have got someone that really could, you know, belt it out. Why? Why do I want a half-assed performance from someone trying to be Freddie Mercury when we get a legit actor that can capture the spirit of Freddie Mercury? Well... Harry Freddie Mercury himself in the background. So yeah, he was lip-syncing. So yeah, you hear audio dubs of Freddie Mercury in the background. I'm okay with that. It, it I don't know. It seems seamless to me. It worked out to me. I've seen some choppy audio. You ever seen Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg? That fucking movie, ugh. It has some catchy songs, but uh, the lip-sync, <laughs> how he's trying to portray a rock star... Doesn't work out for me. I don't buy it. I buy Remy's performance as uh, uh, Freddie Mercury. I just feel it. He captures the spirit and the soul, the beauty, the tragedy that was Freddie Mercury. So it worked out for me. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody was announced in 2010 with Sasha Baron Cohen 
as the cast uh, for Freddie Mercury. And you know what? I have mixed feelings about that as well, too, because I know Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, you might know him from the Borat films, Ali G, so on and so forth. Great set of pipes. Hell, he even looks like Freddie Mercury to some degree. Um, if you ever seen Sweeney Todd, he can belt it out as well, too. Different ranges. He can hit notes. But, like I was saying before, do I really want to see Sasha Varen try to play a half-assed Freddie Mercury? No. I'd rather him just be in the moment, be in the spirit that was Freddie. And I felt like Sasha Baron Cohen... Uh, maybe he's just typecasted as that comedic performance role. Uh, and I feel like going into this, people wouldn't have taken it seriously. Uh, people would have probably took it as a comedy to some degree. And you know what? This movie is a comedy to some degree as well, too. But I don't know. I think, um, I don't know, Ray Cole or Remy Malik, um, basically Cohen's uh, left the project because in 2013, following creative differences with the producers, um, the project was in film hell for several years before Malik was cast as uh, Mercury in November 2016. Um, kind of then, like around December, January, I remember the rumblings and the photos and then, of course, the trailer that came out. And I was just psyched to see Remy Malik in this performance. I love him as an actor. I, you know, if you've ever seen uh, Mr. Robot and things of that nature. Brilliant actor. This guy can really settle in any kind of role. He just goes in it and gives 100% every time. You know, that's just my opinion of the actor. I think, you know, is he someone that, that can be an Academy Award winner? Yeah, definitely. For this performance, maybe, possibly. Um, but this is someone that we're going to be seeing for years and years and years to come in serious movies. And I can't wait to see bigger things from Remy Malik. His performance for Freddie Mercury, I felt the tragedy. I felt um, every bit of sorrow that was looming inside of Mercury, whether dealing with sexuality, whether dealing with being awkward about his music preferences, whether his experimental preferences for music, his confidence going up on stage, um, you know, just owning every bit, just like Freddie Mercury did, not giving a fuck and just performing as the ringleader he was. So yeah, I love this performance, and this movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, was released in the United Kingdom on October 24th, 2018, and in the United States, November 2nd, 2018, and it grossed over $290 million worldwide on a production budget of $50 million, becoming the highest grossing musical biopic film of all time. Of course, the film received mixed reviews from critics. It portrays Mercury's sexuality to a T, and of course, a lot of the band members' personal live details um, that are highly criticized in the movie, and to some degree, I do agree, I agree with that. I feel like there's some things that are exposed a little too much, um, look like there were some open wounds that um, were stretched out a tad bit in this movie, and I'm not too sure we really need to see that, but... Of course, Malik's performance received praise. So, 
you know, I, like I said, I won't go beat by beat with this movie. I want you guys to experience this for yourselves because I felt like it was a great movie altogether. You know, whether it began in 1970 with uh, Freddy joining the original bandmates, whether it was the experimental nature of the band as well, too, trying to do different things, making sure not every Queen album was the same, didn't follow like a like a, I guess, a rhythm or a rhyme. It was just something totally different, which made Queen so great. Uh, Mike Myers' performance as well, too, as, you know, the, the grizzly manager that, that wasn't giving Queen a chance because of their experimental nature, stating that they'll never be on the radio, they'll never uh, play music in America and things of that nature. You know, it was fantastic. Like, these characters, just great character acting in this movie. Um, you know, Mercury's love interest as well, too, Mary, um, played by Lucy, um, Boynton, she was fantastic as well, too, you, maybe not so in the beginning of the movie, but toward the end, you could definitely see the chemistry between Malik and, um, and Boynton's, uh, characters, I felt like there was a genuine love or genuine friendship there, beginning of the movie, I did feel that it just didn't click, uh, I felt the, I felt the friendship dynamic, but I just didn't feel... Something, I just it was missing. She felt more like a band girl than anything else, and maybe to some extent from the nineteen seventies went to the eighties. She was a band girl in a way, but it was not until in the marriage and until the eventual divorce that you definitely see the relationship blossom, whether good or bad. Uh, that connection is made at that time. Um, I see so much potential. Uh, for the Academy Awards to nominate this in different categories, whether it's makeup and design, whether it's costume, whether um, it was best score for a movie. There's so many things in this movie that make it wonderful. The music, of course the music. If you're going to have a Queen movie, you better bring the music. And of course, a lot of it is either uh, remastered renditions of the... Um, of original tracks or original tracks of, them, of themselves. Um, of course, it was um, Remy Malik doing a performance, stage performance scene, but he never was singing throughout the movie. Maybe a couple of times, I want to say, just improvising, doing a little bit of improv with his voice, but nothing too crazy whatsoever. I love the fact that we got the creation of Bohemian Rhapsody and just every thought process behind it. And how different it was, and how crazy it was, and how that everybody was looking at this song as a failure at first, and how it became a cult hit. Not even a cult hit, a phenomenon. It's not even a cult hit. What am I talking about? It's a phenomenon around the whole entire world. Um, this movie excels in that when it comes to music, when it comes to character development, when it comes to um, the relationship within the band itself. Yeah, everybody being completely different, but also. Um, so for the movement of being different as well, too, because they are different, because they have differences that make them the best band in, at that time, and still today. Um, so, yeah, different albums, different uh, routines, fights happening back and forth, as you would get with any kind of band. But, of course, it does not um, go deep diving into the band too much. It does stick on Freddie. Um and he's such an interesting character as well, too. Coming back from a, you know, from from a different, you know, number one, different heritage, you know, 
uh, immigrant heritage going into the United States and someone that deals with um, being called a packy all day throughout the film and being called a homopho- a homo throughout the whole film. It, it's it's very you feel for his character. It's very endearing um, to see the strength that Malik gives you on the screen. That he's very insecure by himself, but when he's flaunting around, he owns it. And I think in this generation, you know, uh, we we're missing that a tad bit. You know, a lot of times I see anybody that's persecuted, you know, no offense, I see more victims than str- strong people out there, you know, and strength doesn't have to be, you know, oh, I put a mask on every day. No, strength's just owning up to your character and just saying, this is me, fuck it, that's about it. And, you know, it exuberates with Freddie Mercury so much. Yes, he was battling demons, but the performance that Mal gives shows you that strength. And just a lot of filmmakers, a lot of people in general could take a cue from this film, um, gathering that strength with, from within. Um, the bad, (sighs) there is parts of this movie that I feel vilify, um, the gay community. That's just me. Uh, that's my personal opinion. I don't know anybody else's opinion on this. And if anybody could reach out to me, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, let me know. Um, I have a lot of friends in the gay uh, gay community, LGBT community, you know, and I haven't asked them how they felt about Bohemian Rhapsody and some of the portrayals of the characters. But I feel like once we see that Freddie Mercury accepts that he is gay, we get the whole, I don't know dark club of New York City atmosphere where it's, you know, you're in the dark clubs and, you know, everybody's wearing leather and everybody is, you know, giving drugs out and, you know, it's horrible because, you know, you're, you're just, you're a gay character, you're a gay guy in New York City or in life and whatnot and everybody's vilifying you, you're gay, you're bad and just you have enablers in that community as well too. Like, yeah, you're bad. Own up to being bad, and just it left a sour taste in my mouth. Maybe that was a plot right there, of just the whirlwind that he was trying to accept himself in. You know, he was trying to accept himself into a community that was very toxic at at first. At first, I'm gonna say that at first, and maybe that was the direction of the film. Maybe I just didn't analyze it like that, but I just felt like it vilified that gay community at first. It felt like it really set a bad tone, it left a bad taste in my mouth, saying that, you know, it's bad to be gay. You get persecuted, you get punished because you're gay. You know, and I don't know, it just, it was weird. And from looking at the the critics' reviews right now, you know, some of them do agree with what I'm saying as well, too. I agree with what they're saying as well, too. It does villainize being gay at one point in the movie. Toward the end, though, you definitely see that it's more accepting, in a way, maybe that he finally did find himself out of the trash. He becomes, you know, a little bit more, I guess, um, happier, you know, more fulfilled in life in a way. Um, but I don't know. I just I felt like we could have done without that. But other than that, I do love the performance. I do love the fact that they ended up with Live Aid. 
and played a couple of songs too. About a good four to five songs were played at that last performance and did justice to Queen. They did justice to Freddie Mercury's character from T, from the costume designs, from the mannerisms, from the whole band whatsoever. It was just fantastic. I just... You know, maybe that was the most emotional part to me seeing that film was just the Live Aid concert and uh, Remy's performance of being so happy at that moment. Um, you know, um, there are, well, I'll say this too. Does a villainize be having AIDS? No. It also doesn't, it doesn't hit you over the head, but it doesn't make an impact as well too, which I found very strange. And there is even a scene in the movie where, you know, Freddie tells the band that he does have AIDS. Spoiler alert for people who didn't know. Um, you know, he has AIDS and he has it. He doesn't want anybody to be sad. He doesn't want to be the poster boy for for their AIDS cause, as he says. And I found that pretty strange as well, too. Because, um, yes, maybe at that moment he felt that way. But, I don't know toward the end of his life, you know, he was very much an advocate for um, finding a cure for AIDS and, you know, just um, being someone who, who, who protested against, you know, people not looking for a cure for AIDS or, you know, built a community for people, for a gay community, for a straight community that, that can um, be comforted if you have AIDS, to be accepted if you had AIDS. You know, he was very much someone that did care toward the end of his life, last five years. And um, I just feel that they didn't hit that, hit that point. And that, that, that one little line that he did say that I don't want to be the poster boy, you know, Freddie Mercury is the poster boy uh, of someone that, you know, was battling AIDS but was, had inner strength to, number one, live his life last year's with love, devotion, happiness. Whether it was with music or his lover, it you know, it showed strength, you know, you know, songs like We Are The Champions and um, uh, so many other songs as well, too, um, just scream out, you know, Survivor or scream out um, a champion in a way that you, uh, it screams that um, he was a supporter for the cause. I don't know, maybe at the time making these songs, they weren't. But definitely it is associated with either, you know, being gay, you know, whether it was um, fighting AIDS and surviving HIV, you know. I don't know. I just felt like this movie did not hit hit you over the head with it, but it didn't dig deep enough. I want a little bit more substance on that. So, yeah, um, that's really about it that I have about this movie. I think this was a phenomenal movie. It's one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, just... The character performances, the music, the costume design, the, the, the feeling, the feeling you get watching this movie. You can't not smile while watching this movie. You know, it won't make you really upset uh, unless you have a queasy, a queasy stomach for seeing two guys kiss, I guess. And if that really messes with you, then you should not be even listening to Queen to begin with because Queen embraces love in general. Love is love. But um, this movie is beautiful. It's a fantastic piece of work. It, it captures what Queen was, is today. It captures the essence of Freddie Mercury. It captures his life, his tragedy, his whirlwind of emotions, the ups, the downs, 
the sideways, you know, it's all there. And um, I couldn't ask for a better performance. The fact it could change anything was just that part where it kind of vilified being gay toward the middle of the movie, toward going toward the end too. It really left a sour taste just a tad bit, but not sour enough to ruin the movie. You know, I give this, you know, uh, four big tops out of five right there. Wouldn't be a five um, because of that issue there, but definitely four out of five in my opinion. I feel that um, you go into this movie, anybody can watch this movie. If you are accepting to for seeing your kids, seeing, you know, gay culture, do it, rock and roll. I know I accept that for my daughter. My daughter sees that in school all day. And, you know, we're very much people that that know love is love. And, you know, we're not blinded by that whatsoever. Um, so, if you, you know, this is a movie that does not have the crazy sexuality or nude scenes and stuff like that. You know, just, it's love. It's love. That's all I can say. It's love. Accept it. <laughs> anyway, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed this. Um, I wish I could talk more about this movie, but I don't want to spoil too much about it. I think um, you will enjoy it if you're a Queen fan. You'll definitely enjoy it if you're a Freddie Mercury fan. And if you're a new to Queen altogether, you know, it's a great film just to look at someone's life going through hardships and overcoming hardships. Going through struggles and overcoming struggles. And ultimately, yes, he does catch AIDS. But in a way, he still beats it. And not by beating it as being the disease, but he beats it because it did not define his life. His love defined his life. His love he gave to everybody else in this world defined his life. Freddie Mercury, you're a fucking god, bro. Anyway, guys, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, like I said, hope you enjoyed it. You can reach me out on Facebook at Val Cisco, Twitter at Val Cisco, un, uh, Uncandy underscore V, and of course Instagram at Val Cisco. Uh, Sideshow Conversations, Spotify, Anchor, and iTunes, along with other podcast stations as well, too. Uh, if you want to interact, talk about Bohemian Rhapsody, and talk about that, you know, just the ups and downs of this movie, please reach out to me. Uh, Sideshow Conversations on Instagram fan page and of course a uh, group page as well too on facebook as well where we talk about everything when it comes to comic books tv shows movies rumors what's new what's hot pop culture all divine all day every day um come join the parade anyway guys i am out of here it is a little late and i'm about to wrap it up and get into my own bohemian rap city as i go into the ninth level of my dreams <laughs> anyway guys it's been real take care Get your mind out of gutter, but keep your eye on the side.